Hey, everybody. MLS is back. And, and so is soccer. I'm back, but yeah. I feel like we deserved a bit more fanfare. Yeah, that's- I can't believe that um, it's time for MLS again. It is winter. Yes. Indeed. Yes, it is still winter. I have forgotten every single thing that happened last season. So I'm starting I can, fresh. I can tell you three things that happened. All right. Okay. FCC lost. Yes. Wooden spoon. Mm. We lost a coach. But the same thing can be said for our previous season. <laughs> so. You can just save that recap of, of our season. Maybe we can use it in season four soccer crush. Like Hopefully hope not. Hopefully not. Well, today we have a crew of our favorite friends to come talk about MLS, MLS with us. An MLS fan group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think for some of us, maybe the FCC fans of us, it'll be like therapy. Yeah, it could be. You know. I think I'm feeling like maybe this will get me pumped up. Like, cause I I don't know who's on our team. No. Uh, do right oh, I feel like it's a roster. Yeah. yeah. It's and like I'll the same people. It's together too. Yeah, you know, we'll have to do a roster review and you know, kids are coming out, so we'll rate them soon. But this is not this episode. Clear eyes full. No. Yeah. <laughs> Clear eyes full hearts back. <laughs> Um, we quote that all the time now. That's- <laughs> so to jump into this 2022 MLS season, let's, do you guys want to start with predictions? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, predictions for Wooden Spoon. Realistically? I think Charlotte. I think Charlotte you too. You know Yeah. F Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> they think they're the queen city. No. Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I think that they're having a really tough build up. actually, from what I can gather. Am I supposed to feel sorry for them? No, no. I'm just saying, like, it, it really could be not us. Like, it really could be not us. That's exciting. I have to live for that. I just want someone else to be worse than us. I don't care who it is. It'd be funny if it was <laughs> the crew. Too. But it or if it would Nashville. Oh yeah. Ugh. So <laughs> so we're all agreed here. We're three yes. for three for wooden spoon for Charlotte. Yeah. Yes. What about golden boot? I am going to say Joseph Martinez if he doesn't get injured. Because I love him. I don't think this is realistic, but I'm just, you know what? I'm just gonna put it out in the universe and say Acosta. Why not? Why not us? Why? I'm like high on the bangles, you know. I can I'm just gonna say it. Why not Acosta? You know why not? For some of us, we've been writing that why not us since one <laughs> champions. <laughs> <laughs> why not? What about you, Jean? Um I don't know. Because you don't know players? Probably that. <laughs> No, I'm going to say Ricardo Pepe. He's getting golden boot. He's I, adorable. I do know him. Didn't he go to Germany, though? Well, then that fucked up. That, that would make it hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he still could get more goals than anyone else in sure. MLS. And if that was the case, <laughs> then we can give him an honorary MLS award. Why not? <laughs> We're so prepared. Yeah. We're so prepared. I don't even know As my sister would say, you have a soccer podcast. Um, one time, Spencer Ritchie called us interesting. I was just going to say, speaking of Golden Glove, I'm going to say Spencer Ritchie. 
Yeah, he, yeah, let's do it. It's he's not. Like, I'll go with that. Years. Yeah, he's Why not a gig in Chicago. It's not going to be us. No, it's not going to be us. We will be winning. Did, no. did we sign a new goalie? I feel like we signed a new. Did. Maybe. I don't know its name. Who's the old? Me either. He has dark hair. And from when he wears a mask, he's not terrible looking, but he's actually not cute. Hmm. Hmm. He has kind eyes. I don't know. <laughs> he has kind <laughs> eyes. You know what? He's better than someone else on, on our team that I <laughs> Don't we still have like that 17-year-old on our team? Hymenis? No, the, the, the goalkeeper child. Oh, Sunderland. Beckham Sunderland. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, he has his the academy coach. I was going to say, he, yeah, he has the nepotism. most soccer name of nepotism. any How person I've not? ever heard. That's true. That's like my name is like messy Liverpool. Okay. <laughs> like you're made to be in Chelsea soccer. Messy. Sure. Better. Wow. <laughs> I just got really offended at hearing. Oh, you did. I saw it cross your face. You know it's better than Tottenham. Gross. You know, I you know I'm, I'm not hating on Tottenham after this weekend. They helped Man City drop some points, so they get a week pass in my book. So, how about the most red cards? <laughs> Shall we discuss? Okay, are I know these are red cards for just like people who get them, but I wish I could give red cards to people I don't like. Okay, so GF Cameron, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> if you're. If you could do red cards for a team, I'm going to say Orlando City. They're getting the most red cards. Oh, yeah. Just F them. As a team. Nashville. Ooh. Ooh. Boo, Nashville. Correct. Nashville's going to get the most red cards. Specifically for me. Ooh. For being awful. Mm-hmm. And ugly. And ugly. So who's getting the supporter shield? FCC. Yeah, obviously. Wild. This is going to be the Wild. greatest Wild. Yeah. comeback story. Of all time. Of Why all time. Not us? Why not us? Why not us? <laughs> we have an orange jersey now, so it could we be are us. unstoppable. It is us. We are unstoppable. Yeah. Unstoppable. I like that energy. We might be stoppable. Possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, any club that's definitely not winning supporter shield. I'm gonna say Columbus Crew. RSL. Ooh. Ooh. Houston. Orlando. Yeah. Dallas. Oh, I forget about them. I thought we were going to do too. Them. The Canadas. 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 The Canadas. Canadas. All right. And <laughs> the big question who realistically. Okay. Who soccer crush is winning MLS Cup? It's us, right? Sure. Yeah. Now, realistically. Yeah. It's no. I feel like doesn't MLS Cup, I mean, that's usually like Seattle or Portland, right? Yeah. Or Toronto. Or Canada. Or Canada. Or Canada. I feel like if all of us just pick one of those, we can't be wrong. It's always like like... Portland or the Sounders or Toronto. That's fair. Yeah. But probably one of those again. Sure. But yeah, also, sure. I can tell you, no, it won't be Charlotte, Nashville, Nashville. Watch it be Nashville. It's not going to be Nashville. Wait, is this St. Louis's year too? Is, do they enter the league now too? Or is, it, or is that next year? Next year. 
Ooh, Austin. They might. You think Austin? Well, they are green. They are green. Could be, it could be a green team. <laughs> well, yeah, because if you have the Sounders or you have Portland, one of the green teams are going to win it. Mm-hmm. We are definitely going to have to have some discussion about. Um, we, we have to do a whole episode about the jerseys this yes. season. Oh, we will. Because, definitely. Oh, my goodness. I'll start putting stuff together. Yeah. They are looking a lot better. I think these are some great season predictions, and I can't wait to see what our friends have to say. I agree. Time to go talk some tactics. Yeah, let's talk some tactics. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to our first ever MLS roundtable. We can't wait to hear your opinions and hot takes and all these other fun things that we have going on here. But let's get introduced to everybody. Yes, and I am in charge of that. Hello, everyone. Um, All right, so we have Catherine first. Hello, Catherine. Please introduce yourself to the class. Yeah, hi, everyone. I'm Catherine. I'm a Real Salt Lake fan, unfortunately for me, but maybe less unfortunately this season. And my soccer crush is that blockhead, Jordan Morris. You love him. You love that rectangle. I do. He's the best <laughs> rectangle. <clears throat> uh, next up is Franca. Hola. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Franca. I am a Red Bull New York fan. Um, hold your comments. Um, and my crush is atypical. Um, um, it's a three-parter. His, I can't, I have not had a crush like this since he left. So I have to mention Thierry Henry, like that's my all-time crush, like sexiest man alive ever, like <laughs> literally. And I have a big crush this season on Portland's pink heritage rose kit, which I'm buying. I don't care. Like I'm buying that kit. And if I have to like pick a real one, it's Josie, Josie Altador. <laughs> it's fair. We respect it all. <laughs> Next up is Ivan. Hi, buddy. Hello. It's good to be back here. Um, for those of you who don't know, my name is Ivan Ornelas. I, along with Fabio Brankel and a few others, we are co-hosts of the Tectonic Takes podcast here on the Beautiful Game Network. We cover mostly San Jose earthquakes, but uh, we cover other uh, MLS, U.S. Men's National Team, and other similar topics as well on occasion. As for my uh, soccer crush, uh even though he's retired, he's not retired in my heart. Chris Wondolowski is my uh, soccer crush. Uh, and uh, since the NBA All-Star game was this weekend, my basketball crush is Stephen Curry. That's why I'm wearing my Warriors hat. It was incredible. <laughs> we'll let you have that one. We respect it. Yeah. <laughs> and next up we have Ben. Hey, everybody. Uh, glad to be here. Uh, feels weird to be invited for a second episode, but... I'll take it. Um, glad to have this conversation and have a MLS specific conversation, which will be fun, but I am a Charlotte FC supporter. Um, and I guess my current favorite or f- favorite, uh, crush right now would be like vintage kits. I've, uh, spent a ridiculous amount of time looking up old kits and vintage kits and things like that. Um, and a side note, I like the brutal honesty of Miguel Angel Ramirez. Um, because we are screwed and we're loving it. <laughs> Welcome to the MLS. Hopefully your first year is not quite as painful as ours. Or hopefully it's worse and then ours won't look as bad. Yeah, true. 
<laughs> That's what MLS is good for. Yep. Next, we have Julia. Hello, I am Julia. Uh, thank you guys for having me back for another episode. It's always amazing talking to you guys. FC Cincinnati is, I don't necessarily want to say my favorite team, but they're my team. They are our city's team, so they will always be top in my heart. And as far as an MLS crush, I'm going to say Tati, Tati Castellanos from NYCFC. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Next up is Meredith. Ooh, I said it all sing song. Hey, I'm Meredith. I'm a Chicago Fire supporter. Um, and my soccer crush or my MLS crush will come as no surprise to anyone. It is the Chicago Fire. It's newest signing, Shakiri, and his thick ass thighs that I talk to my <laughs> boyfriend about all the time. And I think it makes him uncomfortable because the level of thirst is so extreme and he has not fully met soccer Meredith before. Soccer this Meredith is the best is my way favorite. to introduce. Mm-hmm. I mean, think yeah. that's yeah. And I'm just dropping little hints of thirst. So definitely, <laughs> definitely Shakiri. And one of our favorites. We love you all, but we have a history with Drunken Cruiser being Beth's friends. So please yeah. welcome back, Drunken Cruiser. I think you mean best frenemies. <laughs> Beth. <laughs> Beth friends. Beth friends. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Um uh, my name is Tyler Kendall, TK. Uh, I know it says Kelsey on this thing. This is my wife's computer. Um, but uh, I support the Columbus crew, and my crush is obviously Josh Williams. <laughs> yes, you have a long history with Josh Williams. You do. We go way back. We, we like to throw pizza parties together. Yeah. Um, this is exciting for us. I think, you know, we have a lot of different club representation here, and um, I think we have a lot of different MLS fan level here. Um, I clearly know the least, so that's okay. But you know, there are no wrong answers here. We're just here to hang out and share our hot takes. Um, so the first question we have is, are you planning any away matches for your club in 2022? Um, Catherine, I hate to put you on the spot again first, but are you planning away matches? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm planning to go to uh, Seattle to see Real Salt Lake play Seattle. I love, what is it now, Lumen Field. Um, I feel like they have such a good atmosphere. Um, I'm hoping to be in Chicago when Chicago plays Seattle because uh, it's the weekend of my birthday. And unfortunately, this will be the fifth year running that I've promised my boyfriend will go see RSL play in Colorado. And I am going to disappoint him once again. <laughs> we have to go to a wedding that weekend. So just continuous disappointment for Colorado Rapids fans. <laughs> As they deserve. I forget that As Colorado an, yeah. is a club, so we're used there to we go. disappointment. So we hear that and we're like, ah, oh, yes, this is normal. <laughs> Fun. Um, Franca, what are, do you have 2022 MLS club travel away match plans? I don't, that was a long way to ask. <laughs> no, you're awesome. Um, so I don't have concrete plans at the moment because I myself am planning a wedding. Um, so that's going to take like precedence over everything else. But my, a dream that I've had for uh, literally ever, and we probably will do it this year, um, is going to Portland and Seattle for both of 
for two games doesn't necessarily have to be against uh, RBNY. We travel for football all the time, all over the world. So just want to see those two teams at home. So if we could coordinate that, um, also want to go so badly to Chicago, mostly to see Meredith. Um, and it would be awesome to see a Chicago fire game and shouts to, um, our queen Elise, who I would also travel to San Jose for, even though it's San Jose, but like I would go for Elise. Sorry, no offense. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I, that's, I usually go to at least a Philly game cause I live a little bit closer to Philly now than, uh, than Jersey or than the Red Bull stadium. And sometimes we go to DC. Um, so I usually get a couple in, Oh my God. And I got to go to Cincinnati. Yeah. Mostly hey. for the skyline chili to see you guys and to see the wooden spoon. Um, yeah. Our wooden spoon collection. Yeah. It's we, great. We have a museum. Got it. We, I have, to, I travel for people and football and food. So those are the things. I travel for. That's what brings us all together. Yes, if anyone wants to come to Cincy for a game except Drunken Cruiser, we'll help. Although, actually, yeah, none taken. I'm usually people's second choice for coming to San Jose Airplace game, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely take California over Ohio at the moment, but that is definitely weather related. You don't want to know how many degrees it is. No, I do not. You're correct. <laughs> you I mean, are... it's nice here today, but it's going to get crappy again. But it's We're fair. getting a wintry mix later this week, so. <laughs> I don't want to hear those words come out of your mouth, Beth. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I forgive you. Ivan, do you have any um, away matches planned for this season? So right now, the majority of my travel has been to work. And now this semester, we have in-person classes at um, College of Marin and San Francisco State University. So at least during the school year, I think I'm just going to be going to the home matches when I can. But during the summer, I'm going to see which uh, away games uh, are available. And, you know, I'll plan myself a trip or two, hopefully. I'll try to, you know, go outside the state, maybe you know, to Oregon or Washington, but you know, we'll see. Seems <laughs> like the consensus. Yeah. Everybody's trying to get to Portland. That's fair. Un- understandable. It's beautiful there. I get it. <laughs> I mean, Ohio is lovely also, but you know, <laughs> it's Ohio. <laughs> All right. If your team could play any other team, no conference restrictions, who would you like them to play? Uh, Drunken Cruiser. Bet you think I'm going to say Arsenal, but I actually would <laughs> like us to play like a preseason tournament in like Central South America or like the Caribbean, just so I can do like a vacation for it. Um, because like, I hate that we just go to Charleston every year. Um, Charleston's, you know, just Charleston. So I <laughs> we could go south. Charleston. <laughs> Charleston is your Charleston. Right. Charleston. Um, and Meredith, what about you? Um, so shockingly, I'm also not picking Arsenal. Um, <laughs> it would actually be really cool if um, the fire did a friendly with Edgewater Castle. Um, they're a smaller, semi-professional um, soccer team on the north side of Chicago. And um, they're a community-driven club. And I just think that would be, like, just really cool for, like, soccer in Chicago as a whole. I think that would be awesome. I think when you're thinking of like preseason stuff, you should start in your own city and like see what's around. And like, I, you never know what you're going to find here. Um, 
so many amateur leagues or, you know, but I agree. I think that would be awesome. What about you, Ivan? So uh, for an MLS answer, I looked at the schedule. I'm really bummed. You know, when we aren't playing Charlotte this year, I think it's always cool to play expansion teams just to, you know, you, you never have your first year over again. Um, and unlike the first year of high school. Yeah, college, that's some people do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Some of us are traumatized by our first year. <laughs> and a second. And yeah, exactly. Third. But exactly, at least for Charlotte fans, like you have, unlike a first year in college, there's no failure. There's no chance that you yourself are failing the test. That's club might, but you yourself wouldn't. But anyway, that would be fun. As for a USL championship answer, I would love for San Jose Earthquakes to have a U.S. Open Cup match, just in general. But also, if I had to choose uh, San Diego, loyal because of the Lane Donovan connection, as well as both sets of fans are pretty aligned, and you know. We want our fan base to be an inclusive community and, you know, stand up for what's right. So that would be cool. And yeah, those are my answers. I can't wait to see San Diego Loyal later this year. Are we seeing them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except we're playing, we're seeing them in USL. So, all right. Who do you think is your club's biggest rival? Meredith. That uh, black and yellow team. Oh, I got, I got nothing else to say. Oh, I love it. Yes. Shots fired. Franca, what about the Red Bulls? Okay. I have very big thoughts about this. So, um, I'm going to try to keep it short. Okay. A thing I hate. uh, And when we were talking earlier, like, oh, MLS, you know, we all love to hate it. I refer to MLS like, my little sibling. Okay. I can make fun of it and chat shit. No one who's not an MLS fan can't. That's my thing. Right. So, um, one of the things I hate most about MLS is manufactured rivalries. And I think rivalry should be born naturally as they are everywhere else in the world. And so this like rivalry week is like so ridiculous. The Red Bulls have one rivals. It's DC United. Um, and then there are some kind of local friction tension games, of course, with NYCFC. There's also some friction with Philly, but, um, and a little bit, um, with, uh, New England, but, but as far as like a rivalry goes, these are both two original teams going back to like literally year one, day one, it's DC RBNY. Like that is the original rivalry. So, um, I, I get very heated about this when we, when we talk about rivalries and all this, like manufactured stuff like just let things happen let things happen naturally you don't have to do this whole thing to be like oh look we're so whatever so that clubs that's hate my long on their own. that's right like rivalries are born naturally let them happen so yeah we have one rivalry everyone you know philly wishes they were our rivals um but they just you know they just get mad at us but they're they're nothing to us they're just like little like specs so um <laughs> <laughs> so that's my long answer <laughs> Julia, besides scoring goals, what is <laughs> FCC's biggest rival? Oh, good God. I mean, <laughs> that the, the goal is our biggest rival, just hands down. It's just we, we are our biggest rival. <laughs> good God. Um, I, I do have to agree with Meredith, though, and say the, the black and yellow team, it was, it was half manufactured, half legitimate. As far as a rivalry goes, it started with the whole, you know, we're only two hours apart. So it's, you know, automatically a rivalry situation. But then then it became a real thing. 
then it became a very real thing. So, so the crew, definitely. I have a complicated relationship with the crew. I don't want them to beat us, but then when they play other people, I don't want anyone to beat Ohio. Yeah. Ohio against the world. It is. It's very complex. Um, but also if they lose in embarrassing fashion, then that's funny for us because we lose in embarrassing fashion all the time. Although I do get very like defensive where I'm like, no, the crew is the only yellow team, not you, Nashville. So I think whenever you can hate on Nashville, I think that's just fair. Yeah. I think we all agree on that. Here. Agree. Um, which player would you steal from another team? Ben, you have this really great team that we know nothing about. Which do we? Yeah, well, you're working. I, mean, on I it. don't. Well, that's working on it. it. It's a work in progress, that's for sure. We, same. And we've only been working on it for like two years now. Um, same. <laughs> but yeah, we seem feels like we're on the same page then. Uh, both Queen Cities. Now, if I had to pick one player, um, and I'm not gonna lie, like I'm super familiar with MLS, but just for the like to stoke some rivalries that that were manufactured. But I'd love Joseph Martinez. Um, because we need like a proven MLS scorer. Um, and we just need attackers in general. We need forwards. We only have like five right now. Um, and I feel like that would just actually make it a rivalry now between Atlanta and Charlotte. So that's yeah, the player I would their, like. If you steal our cutest player, that would definitely make a rivalry. I mean, good luck, Charlotte. Yeah. Do they even have a full roster yet? Can do we? We do, but our roster is really weird because, like, I think we have five forwards signed, and then we have, like, depth in every position, um, and then we have four goalkeepers. Yep. Oh, you'll loan one or two out. Okay. So, <sighs> yeah, hopefully. Maybe one of them is 17 and the son of your academy coach. I don't know. Yeah. What did, did I – I called him something. I called him Messi Liverpool, and that. His name is Beckham Sunderland, and that I said that was the most like soccer name I've ever heard. So yeah, good good on him. TK, if you are taking anybody to bring to the crew, who are you bringing? Uh, I'm bringing Brian Rodriguez from LAFC, um, just because we always need more attacking issues. Last year, Jossie got injured, and we brought in Miguel Berry, and it's still you know an unproven. Uh, test there i guess so if i could bring in anyone it'd be brian rodriguez because i think he's really good for la this year i feel like the crew has a pretty solid team i'm really jealous of that yeah. and then Catherine, who would you bring to salt lake okay this is not going to be i mean yes i'm coming on soccer crush for a second time to talk more about the seattle sounders than real salt lake but I would pick Nuhu because we have huge defensive problems, especially on the left. And um, I watched AFCON this year and just watching him shut down Mo Salah was insane. Like that level of talent you can't find anywhere else. So, yeah, I mean, like he terrified Mo Salah. It was beautiful. I loved it. MLS supremacy. But that's who I would choose. I like this. Yeah. This episode might be my most favorite. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry. Red's uh, shaking it off here. Um, What team are you looking forward to beating this year? Franca. 
Okay, so this might sound like I'm contradicting myself from before because it's not a rivalry, but <laughs> definitely looking forward to, and we do beat them most of the time, um, beating the Smurfs um, over on the other side of the Hudson. Um, <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge what happened at the end of the last season. I don't know. I, I, I have amnesia. Um, so I'm looking forward to beating them the most. What about you, Catherine? Yeah, I, you know, I, I love what Franca said about, you know, the, the rivalries that are organic and Real Salt Lake hates SKC. We hate them. Like everyone's always like, oh, your rival's Colorado. Okay, Colorado beat us then. SKC <laughs> hates us. We hate SKC. I cannot wait to beat them, especially because it's so fun to watch Peter Vermees' face. Apologies to Franca again. I know you love him, but like watching Peter Griffin's face just like contort into next level rage when he can't figure out how like RSL has beaten his team again is just, it's my favorite. How dare you? How dare you? So you're saying Colorado Rapids are that kid that the teacher puts to sit in between Real Salt Lake and Sporting Kansas City because they can't fight him. Exactly. That's exactly it. And what about you, Julia? Nashville, for one reason only. They will not take me off of their freaking mailing list. (laughs) (laughs) We went to one game when it was all USL. I I have unsubscribed. I have marked it as spam. I still get emails. I don't know how they do it. Like, they must have, like, the, like, I don't know how they do it. I still get emails from them as well. Yeah, yeah, but that's, yeah, I, I want to beat Nashville just because I am so tired of seeing their names show up in my inbox. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, I went to one uh, Louisville FC or Louisville City FC match like three years ago, and they emailed me about getting season tickets this year. I'm getting those from Nashville. I'm like, did you not realize I bought a ticket in the away, you know, section? And to be fair, I mean, like, we we saw Racing Louisville once, and then this, we, saw, we went to the national championship but, like, matches last year. Yeah, but like, they're like, do you want season tickets? I'm like, no, bitch, I really do not. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, props to them for for trying for making yeah, sure are. that I'm aware of everything. But no, no, thank I'm you. <laughs> say it here that I hope all of our teams beat Nashville this year. Just Ooh, I, I like hope that. everybody gets a Nashville win this year. Yeah. I like that. Okay. This is my personal favorite question. Which team has the most annoying fan base? Julia go say us. <laughs> I, I actually have FC Cincinnati written down, but I was going to say Nashville as a non FC Cincinnati answer. You have uh, yeah, I mean, Nashville fans, when, when again, it was USL, so maybe the MLS fans are different, but I'm going to yeah. say they're the exact same fan base. They were just annoying. It was just, it was just annoying. There was nothing positive about the Nashville fan experience when, when we were down there. That's fair. Drunken Cruiser, what about you? Uh, I have Austin uh, down here, obviously, for our... Uh, oh, Yeah. yeah. Save the crew days. Um, also, I do have a Nashville as a secondary one because they're like trying to make like they were yellow first, and it's like they're not um, off of it. Um, like, like, There's only one soccer, yellow soccer. Yeah, that's my wife. Right. <laughs> only one yellow soccer team. I love having Kelsey on as well. 
That's why we asked you back. (laughs) (laughs) And Ben, I know this is your first year in MLS, but I know you like seeing things in the Twitter sphere. Which team do you think has the most annoying fan base? And And why is it it Cincinnati? I feel like it could change throughout the year based on, you know, your experiences, but I'm curious as an outsider. So I don't have like, I haven't, I haven't seen a really annoying fan base yet. I'll kind of say Austin because I think it was after we lost to either Nashville or Charleston in the preseason, some of their fans were like, Oh, Charlotte stinks. They're terrible. And we're like, who are you? We're like, we're not even play- well, we played them <laughs> later in the season, but like, we're not even in the same conference. Like what's going on here. Um, but I'm glad <laughs> Julia ripped the bandaid off and mentioned her own fan base because there's like a weird subset of our fan base in Charlotte that like feels like the club can do no wrong. Um, and like defends the club at every, uh, chance and like the club's going to make Sounds mistakes. Familiar. And yeah, um, <laughs> Maybe that's just like a normal thing. Or they can't do anything right. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's just a weird thing to me where there's certain people that are uh, just hell bent on like defending a billionaire and defending uh, a team that is just started and like, they're going to make mistakes and like people are going to criticize them. And that's all part of the fun. Yeah. More power to them, especially if they're owned by a billionaire. Not more power to the billionaires, more power to the criticizers. Yes. In my opinion. Abolish billionaires. I needed to read that from the chat. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, it's me. It's you. Okay. Do you think your club has made good off season moves? Yes. Meredith. I know what they're going to say. Um, for once in my like years of being a fire supporter, I can actually say yes. Um, we have a badass coach, Ezra, who like I don't know, all of the fans are hyped about, the players seem hyped about. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm not going to acknowledge that. <laughs> um I, I will re-acknowledge how amazing your um, long sleeve crew kit is. It is truly beautiful. Like, so, so sick. Um, anyway, we have a badass new coach. We obviously have Shakiri and his thighs. Um, not going to... I could talk about that for an hour. Um, I'm not going to. But I will also say that um, we have signed a lot of young players, Um, And it's going to be really exciting to see, you know, what they do and kind of how our team comes together this year. Um, I'm not sure how it's all going to work out, but like, it seems like we have a lot of important pieces that we were missing. So definitely feeling like reinvigorated um, for the first time in a while about the club. So that's always, that's always a good feeling. I'm excited for Chicago because they have former FC Cincinnati goalkeeper, Spencer Ritchie, who's the most beautiful man I've ever seen in real life. Oh yeah. And he's just, he's kind of an, he's a delightful human. He is. And he has the cutest dog on the planet named Chungus. And he's just like a great follow, just social media follow. He's He's, going to have to go stalk that dog. He does have a controversial food opinion. It's yes. It's milk first. So just be prepared. It Chungus is a cute dog. What is milk first? In I don't cereal, drink. You dump your milk in first before you put the cereal in, and it is kind of life-changing. I, I don't drink milk, so I'm leaving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. Um, ben, what 
this is your first off season. Well, I mean, I guess first season, do you think that Charlotte has made some good moves preparing for their first MLS go? So I think they have made some good moves. I think the back line is going to be really solid. I mean, they got Christian Fuchs, um, who is still playing soccer apparently. Um, but he's going to be a good veteran player. Um, and they've got some other really good defenders that I'm totally blanking on at the minute. They got walks in the expansion drafts. I forget, I forget which draft it was. There's so many drafts in one of the drafts they got him. Um, and yeah, I think they have a good spine, um, but we just don't have any attackers. And uh, one of the preseason games I went to in Charleston, uh, our big DP signing Swiderski from Poland um, or Polish international, I should say, he, like, I was really excited for him. And then he was just getting, like, bodied against Charleston, who isn't a bad USL championship team. But uh, it didn't feel great to have our uh, DP signings forward that it's, like, our only real attacker uh, just get knocked around by a, a lower division team. So I, I'm hopeful we won't be bottom three. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if we're... Uh, we're going to make Cincinnati look good this year. Ooh, that's exciting for us. <laughs> we can show you all kinds of things to do with your wooden spoon. Um, and then Ivan, do you think San Jose has made good off season moves? I think so. I think one of the biggest criticisms for San Jose in the last few uh, off seasons has been, okay, you bring a lot of great talent, but very few of them had prior MLS experience where, Ideally, a good offseason is like, okay, if you bring in uh, one or two players from outside of MLS, you bring in another MLS player at least. Like, that seems like a good ratio. In this offseason, our three biggest moves are all within MLS. Amira Montero from Philadelphia, Francisco Calvo from uh, uh, Chicago Fire, and uh, Minnesota United's uh, Dan Gregor. So we have some center back depth. We have some midfield depth. Um, still concerned about the right uh, back spot because Tommy Thompson is currently our uh, highest right back on the depth chart, and he, you know, he can be exploited by faster wingers. So that's a little scary. So with that kind of hole in the starting eleven, uh, I give him maybe like a B, a B minus. Uh, but who knows? We'll see how it goes. Do you know anything that happened in FC Cincinnati's off season? Stuff thing. <laughs> we have a new coach. We do again. Yeah, again. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, we have some people. There's that guy. With the- <laughs> do we have a midfielder yet? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Mata is back. I don't care about anything else. I love my Costa Rican Costa Rican prince. <laughs> it's beautiful. Alan. Bruce? So beautiful. No. Uh, Alan Cruz was uh, finally at preseason training. I think there was some delay there, but I'm always going to be I, a little about all that he was back because of that pregnancy photo shoot. <laughs> oh. If you don't know what we're talking about, you I wish that was the most problematic thing an MLS player did in the last few months. But oh, <laughs> yeah, if only Fair. that were it, and that's all we had. To- <laughs> fun of them for instead of just being trash people and doing bad yeah. things but now we have our favorite mm-hmm. segment yes 2022 season predictions yes 
And we're going to start with Wooden Spoon, and we'll give everybody a chance to make their predictions. So let's start with Julia. Who's winning the Wooden Spoon? Austin Epsi. Ooh. Meredith? Epsi Sensi. You Ooh. already know. I mean, it's such like, I really feel like it's such a lazy answer. Um, breaking my heart. You can't really go wrong. <laughs> you know, I've, I've grown fond of the Wooden Spoon, so I'll actually be kind of sad if we don't get it in a way. I want to be the best at being the worst. And um and pro dom tip, um wooden spoons are really great like spanking implements. So like maybe <laughs> some Austin FC supporters with your wooden spoon. Good to know. Uh, Thanks for yeah. that. <laughs> when you win it again in this season. I have one, it has sequins on it. I'll just have to add another year on it. Um Franca, got a prediction? Sorry, Charlotte. <laughs> That's who I think. I'm give, I think they'll give you guys a break for one year, and then you guys can come back stronger. <laughs> TK and Kelsey. Actually, we uh, just for Wooden Spoon, I I'm sorry, but I also have Charlotte, and then in the West, I have RSL. Um, so sorry to both. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, Beth, I can see what you mean. Just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're frenemies. <laughs> I like the Austin answer, though. That I, I approve that. <laughs> ben, I mean, I kind of hate to pick my own team, but I really don't think we're going to have a good year. I really don't. Um, I think at the very least, like we're going to have the wooden spoon by a lot in the first half of the season. If we get somebody in the in the second half of the season in the summer transfer window, we may uh, sneak past FC Cincinnati, but I think it's going to be Charlotte. Catherine. So I would love to just see Portland fall the fuck apart. Oh, sorry. Am I allowed to swear on here? You're allowed to swear. (laughs) Um, Just because like, there's so many problems with their entire front office. And I just like to see the players give up. Um, But I do think it's going to be Charlotte. And Ivan. Uh, I'll uh, continue the team diversity here. And I'll Houston Dynamo, they're an enigma, one of which is one of their DPs is a 26-year-old defender named Teenage. But on the bright side for them, they're no longer uh, relying on 45-year-old Maynor Figueroa, or however old he is. <laughs> He's currently a free agent. So at least Houston Dynamo finally learned that lesson. But I think it's still going to be, you know, at least in the West, someone from Texas is finishing last. I just hope it's not us and we don't put California to shame. <laughs> Good one. All right. Golden boot. Same older. Julia. I kind of had a tie written down. Um, Carlos Vela from LAFC or FC Cincinnati's newest player, Palm Tree. Either one could get Who? it. Who? I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering if anyone would pick up on that. So, FC Cincinnati posted a team shot of all of them down in Florida for preseason training. They photoshopped a palm tree over someone standing in the back row. And everyone that's the first thing everyone noticed. It's a terrible Photoshop job. So I don't know if it's a player that they hadn't announced yet or someone that may be leaving. But everyone's like, who's that new player? You know, the palm tree is going to be the biggest thing to hit uh, FC Cincinnati this season. I thought it was no just me getting recognized. I, and I didn't want to be like... No. <laughs> 
so like racist or anything. I'm like, oh yeah, that's amazing. no, no. But Paul, I, I'll, I'll try to find the picture. But it's it's hilarious. It's one of those you look at it for even two seconds. You're going, there's something not right. You zoom in, you're going, they photoshopped a palm tree over someone's face. It's pretty bad. <laughs> At there. least they're not photoshopping themselves to make themselves skinnier. Meredith, golden boot. Really boring answer, but I have uh, no fucking idea. I just hope it's as chaotic and unexpected as possible, whoever gets it. Like, I'm just sorry. someone that comes completely out of left field, and we're just like, what the hell? I love this rinky-dink clown car um, league. What I if someone it. got the golden boot, but, like, and half of them were own goals? Yeah, like just get something like absolutely preposterous. Like let's space things up. Let's make it less predictable. I'm here for the chaos, Meredith. I like what you bring to the table. Franco, what chaos are you bringing? I just think it's hilarious to think of someone winning the golden boot and half of them were owned dolls. Like (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. I cannot. I cannot. Okay, um, I took half the list seriously and half of it not seriously. So for this one, I did put some thought into it. And I think it's going to be Lorenzo Insigne, um, brand new signing for <laughs> Toronto. Um, and because he, I don't know, like maybe he'll bring some like spice and some, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm like bored lately, you know, like I, I need some new names. So I'm excited for this one. We'll see where it goes. What about you, Drunken Cruiser? Initially, I wrote down Brian Rodriguez or Carlos Vela, but I forgot that Insignia was playing for Toronto, and I'm going to change my answer to that. <laughs> I respect it. Ben, your thoughts? Um, so I should have done more research for this, I'll admit. That's um, okay. But uh, I did like know my chaos pick is that like Charlotte will get the golden boot, or not the golden boot, so sorry, they'll get the wooden spoon, and then Swiderski will get the golden boot. They'll they'll be terrible, but we'll, he'll be the only one scoring goals for us. Um, but my I feel like that would thing, satisfy Meredith's like chaos wish as well. <laughs> yeah, it would it would it would fill that gap. Um, but I guess my realistic answer would be Joseph Martinez because um, I feel like Atlanta should be better this year, and he's I guess maybe a year and a half removed from his injury, two years or so. Um, and he still has a lot to prove. So I think that would be, it'd be a fun comeback story, I suppose. Catherine. I just know in my heart, it's going to be Alf, uh, Albert Rusnak just to make me sad. Like just, just to make me miserable. He'll go win it at Seattle. I actually did hear him say he was going to do that. Oh, great. Yeah. He was probably like, because Catherine doesn't want me to. Those were the exact words I saw in our Slack channel. I unfollowed him on Instagram. So. <laughs> and Ivan, what about you? Well, I'm glad Catherine mentioned Albert Rusnak because he, he's the reason why I'm going to pick this person. And while he's a similar spice that we know in MLS already, I'm going to pick, uh, to reference uh, Drake and Josh, the Peruvian Puff Pepper. I'm going with Raul Rui Diaz, I think. With Albert Rusnak in that mix, and if Nicolas Ladera is healthy, it's going to be, you know, Raul Diaz is going to be scoring a lot of goals. And whatever total it is, like 10% of it will come against San Jose Earthquakes, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the negativity we're here for. Yeah, we Hating on your own club. Yes, it's where we commiserate. All right, alternatively, Golden Glove. Julia, who do you think is Golden Glove? Spencer Ritchie. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want that for Chicago so bad. Meredith. Uh, the Golden Glove winner will be these hands. Oh, yeah, they will be. Um, this is another question that I tried to research and put some thought into, but like, once again, it was kind of just the same really good goalkeepers in MLS again and again and again. And I had nothing, um, to contribute to this except for a clever joke. We love your jokes. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. That was true. I don't, there was no joke there. Franca, what about you? Golden glove. So this one is bittersweet for me because I really like, despite the fact that they're not a rival, I really hate Philly. Um, But the last time I was on Soccer Crush, it was a love story. And so related to that, I have to rep for Jamaica because my fiance um, is Jamaican. And so I'm going Andre Blake. I think he is really good and... I mean, I hope he doesn't win it for Philly's sake, but I hope he does win it for, you know, for being awesome. Yes, maybe he will get traded midseason and go to another team and then win the Golden Glove. And then chaos will ensue. Anything That's else? it. That write it write it in stone. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Okay. I'm gonna like light candles and do card pools about it later. Um, TK, who's winning Golden Glove? I tried to do research and then like, I realized that like, I don't even realize, or I don't know half of these people's goalies anymore. Um, but, uh, I'm going to go with Aloy room because you know, he's the, I would like him to have a lot of clean sheets this year. Um, so that we can do good. Um, but yeah. All right. Hey, when in doubt, just promote your own team. That's how I feel. Ben, what about you? Golden glove. Um, I did not put a lot of thought into this, so I'm just going to go with a dark horse so that if it happens, I'll feel really cool. Um, I'll say Joe Willis with Nashville. Why not? Ew. Boo Nashville. <laughs> have you not been I shouldn't have picked Nashville. You're hating on them. <laughs> Goodness. It's like Keep I haven't on. been listening to the episode I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think it, it feels like chaos is happening for this one. Catherine, who are you throwing into the mix? Okay, for the Nick Raimondo Memorial Golden Glove Award, I will give it to David Ochoa based on vibes alone. He's either going to win it or he's going to fight people. So somehow it's going to end up in in his little trophy cabinet. I like this. Ivan, who do you think? Well, in West Jamaica, born and raised, uh, Andre Blake is going to get clean sheet for days. I don't rap. I'm sorry, but... uh, My pick is also Andre Blake. I think uh, the Jamaican international, um, he's still got most of his uh, solid defensive buddies. The ones you'd like to have for your MLS fantasy team, Kai Wagner's, uh, your Jacob Glenston's when he's not uh, busy uh, scoring screamers. I think that Philadelphia Union, also they care a lot about uh, the support shield and regular season, and then they uh, burst into flames in the playoffs. So since most clean sheets, Golden Glove will be a regular season award. I think Andre Blake's got that. Nice. I kind of hope this happens chaotically, though. Now we're going to predict red cards. So which team or player or coach, because I love when coaches get red carded, (laughs) do you think is going to get the most red cards? Julia. I had written down Guido Gonzalez Jr. 
<laughs> because it. whenever I think of red cards, that's the only name that Shut I can think of. Done. No one else done. Is in- I did done. not expect anyone to choose a referee. So <laughs> I love it. Meredith? Uh, so once again, <laughs> I had attempted <laughs> to do research and um, I got jokes. Um, I got serious. <laughs> jokes i would like to red card um our president joe biden yeah. um, he's trying to start two wars one with china and one with russia and if we go to war i'm gonna have to spend like every saturday and sunday in the streets protesting this shit and i'll miss like every chicago fire home match and like we can't have that so i'm red carding the president he's done he's out Honestly, right. I support this. I support so far, this. we have a referee and the president of the United States, Franca. <laughs> Who you got? Oh, he's gonna forget. Am I supposed to answer seriously? I, um, I, I, um, I thought looked at it as a team, and I think it's gonna be Orlando City FC collectively. Yes, um, sorry uh, for the serious answer. <laughs> Somebody had to. <laughs> Drunken cruiser. Um, sorry for pooping on somebody that's on this this uh, <laughs> podcast here, but I think it's going to be Charlotte. Uh, they just were so deadly in their tackles in preseason. I don't know if anyone watched any of Charlotte's preseason games, but they were very, very reckless for preseason, like trying to get in fights with the crew during our game. And it's like, just, just chill guys. Like be better at the whole football thing. And then less, less good at the, Whole fouling thing. This is my cat. Hi. Hi. Right. <laughs> I love your cat. That cat's going to be your cat. All right. Uh, ben, any predictions? Anything so, you to refute? <laughs> no, I, I'm just mad that he took my answer, really. Um, <laughs> that's what I was about to say is I... I wish I would have been able to answer that before. So I sounded original. Um, but I guess if I had to give like a pinpoint answer, I'll say... Uh, we have a very young uh, center back. I think his name is like Jan Subasinski. I'm probably saying that wrong, but he is like 21 years old. And I feel like he's going to be crushing tackles the whole time. And he's probably going to get frustrated because he's moved halfway across the world and the team's not going to be good. So he just wants to relax. So he's probably going to get a lot of red cards. That's fair. You never know. I still just want to red card Joe Biden. <laughs> like I, yes, you're correct, Catherine. <laughs> I mean, literally, as you asked that question, my boyfriend texted me, "You're my soccer crush," so I'm giving a red card to that because that's the most disgusting shit I've ever heard. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> uh, I think, honestly, I think that Real Salt Lake will get the most red cards. I have a feeling Kyle Beckerman is going to stop coaching UVU. We're going to stop being coworkers this season. He's going to come back and like be some kind of, you know, Roy Kent figure on our sidelines and he's going to get a million more red cards. He's the most red carded player in MLS history and it's just going to continue. So Real Salt Lake. What do you think, Ivan? Um, I think that for this category, he's aptly named because sometimes he plays like he's in a boxing ring instead of a soccer field. I'm going with Austin FC midfielder Alexander Ring. Uh, also shares 
a similar name to the Pokemon Ursaring. It was just a grizzly bear. So, uh, yeah, it makes sense for me. I think I could see him. He got two red cards last season, so that was tied for second. Uh, I think he'll go on better. I think he's even more mad now that Rudy Camacho beat him to the punch last time. So, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. Um, who do you think is going to get the supporter shield this year, Julia? I did a tiny bit of research for this one and decided for whatever reason on Minnesota United. Okay. Just completely throwing that out of left field. Okay. They need something. Yeah. We need something. We haven't even mentioned them. So <laughs> Meredith supporter shield, not Joe Biden. No, he's not getting a supporter no. shield. Um, so cheesy answer, but um, I don't know. It would be really great if the fire got the sh- supporter shield. Um, I don't necessarily know if that's happening, but I just think it would make us all really happy. And we've like struggled as a community for a really, really long time. Like even, you know, outside of the team totally sucking on the field and like, People are getting it together. I feel like the community is really united. I feel like our team is falling into place. And I would just like really like to see that win. Um, I can't really see an MLS Cup win, but I could see a Supporter Shield win a little more, if that does make sense. Absolutely. We'll see, though. Um, ask me again like three months into the season, and I might respond with like. We'll do a follow up like halfway through the season. Yeah, do a follow up because um, I may not be like feeling so optimistic and lovey dovey and cheerful towards my team. <laughs> it always changes. Franca, supporter shield thoughts. Um, I think it's going to be Toronto. I think it's going to be Toronto. They, they almost had it the one season that we took it away from them. Um, and so ever since then, you know, there's been a little like, are they gonna, are they not? And then with the Insignia signing, who knows if he gets the golden boot, then maybe that'll lead to a support, uh, to a supporter shield. True that. Drunken cruiser. I have a, uh... LAFC um, because they just have a lot like looking at their roster. It was just like, wow, if they don't come close to winning the supporter shield, it will just be a failure of a season for them. They're stacked. What about you, Ben? I'm once again, stealing an answer from somebody else, um, but I'll say Chicago. Cause I feel like um, getting uh, thick thighs will help out a lot. And I feel like there's like a lot of like positive momentum um, with like the new crest and they've got a really nice kit now, which is always good. Um, and I don't know, I just feel like that's maybe another dark horse, but I think it would be fun to see them be, uh, entertaining and successful on the field again. And I can confirm that thick thighs do make everything better. Truly. Just collectively. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine. Thick, what thigh, thick thighs numb the pain. <laughs> thick thighs save lives. Yes. Yeah, supporter shield to thick thighs. Um, I am choosing, I did a lot of research and what I have written down here is some Eastern team. Cause every season, some fucking Eastern team <laughs> wins the supporter shield. And I'm like, I, I don't know you. I don't care. Who are you? So yeah, Toronto might be it. Some Eastern team. An Eastern team. You're correct. Love y'all, but man, Eastern conference just can't do it. And Ivan. So, uh, um, this is a special trophy 
for, for San Jose Earthquakes. It's the last thing we've ever won back in 2012. Goonies never say die. But um, I'll, you know, I spoiled my answer with my uh, clean sheet uh, and similar logic. I think Philadelphia Union, they have a really strong, uh, deep squad. I think that they try hard in, in the regular season, and then they're going to lose within the first two rounds of the playoffs. So, but they'll get a supporter shield to add to the trophy cabinet. Okay. I hope it's chaos, whatever happens. Um, and our last question is, who is winning the MLS Cup? And I'm going to start backwards. Um, Ivan, who's winning MLS Cup this season? I think... Hmm. I think the team that's going to win the MLS Cup, I think it's going to be one of the, uh, you know, runner. they got a lot of runners-up medals. We're like, you know, congratulations, you had a good season. But I think, I just have a feeling, especially with, this has been a good year for uh, Robin Frazier. He's gotten a lot of respect, and he's involved in uh, Black Players for Change, which is a really good organization that, uh, you know, now Sam's Earthquakes, Jeremy Abobasi is vice president. So they have a special place in my heart. But also the Colorado Rapids, I think that they just, they excel in doing what so many other teams that can't attract the big name talent uh, they they aspire to do. They build up a team from the ground up. There's not really a star player that, you know, uh, stands out. It's a collective unit. And I think that I don't see Colorado Rapids. It might be like a three, four, five seed or something. They were the one seed last time, but I think that they'll sneak up on people once again now that people think they know what they're capable of. And, you know, I think we're going to have another chaos in the playoffs and the Rapids could rise above. But, uh, you know, I have no clue. It'll probably be someone completely different. It'll probably be some Eastern. It'll be a green team is what we have talked about. It will be a green team. But I always forget forget that Colorado has a team because that's how forgettable they are to me. They don't even register. Um, Catherine, who is your MLS cup winner? Yeah, same. They don't register for me either. (laughs) No, uh, you know, RSL nearly did it on vibes alone last year. And I feel like our vibes are even better this year. We, we have an owner, so that's good. Um, we signed ADP, which is, you know, awesome. So I think with, with that, scenario uh real salt lake wins mls cup we celebrate like it's 2009 i i hope that happens for you ben who's winning mls cup um i feel like i need to go with go with my golden boot winner uh so i'll say atlanta i feel like that would be a fun story to see them kind of go back to their uh their dominance and uh i've for some reason, feel like Jose Martinez is going to have a good year. So that'll uh, lead to their success. Well, he did win Crush of the Week. So he's I'm on fire. Saying. Sorry. TK, why is it the crew? Who's winning? Uh, I was, was going to say, yeah, my pick is the Columbus crew. Um, we're, we're a team of like streaks. So, like, if we can get hot right at the end of the season, like we seem to try to do every year. Um, uh, I think that we have a chance of doing it. Everyone's, everyone had us as like first or second in the East last year. And basically we've only improved in our depth and like replacements of 35 year old defenders. So I think that we're going to have a, a good year this year. Uh, Zellerayan's healthy. Um, it's just, if, if we can get Zardes scoring goals and Miguel Berry scoring goals, I think so. 
I hope he scores no goals. Oh, fighting words. Franca, who's winning everything besides Luna? <laughs> so Luna and I have more of a um, a desire than a prediction. <laughs> but I have to say RBNY because they're an OG and they have never won it. We have never won the cup. And every single year we're like, we're, we're not. We, we never think we're going to. But um yeah, so I'm gonna, I have to say RBNY, and again, it's less a prediction and more a please, please win. Yes, I would love that. I would love if any of your teams won so that my friends would be happy, just not you, Nashville. I feel like that's what we can collectively, not you, Harry Kane, and not you, Nashville. Like, that's yeah. what everything is based on here. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I heard that uh, Soccer Crush officially endorsed loving Harry Kane. Wait, that is not Anybody true. who can help Man City drop points, I he gets a pass for one week. We, from from by her. her. They didn't bottle it for one. <laughs> from us. Congrats. You really hated your Soccer Crush? I knew. Okay. I nearly fainted when I saw that. I was like, they got hacked. They got hacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, and Trish are going to be so mad at me, but he gets a pass for one week it, from it, me. From me. He will never be nominated for Crush of the Week. <laughs> Definitely Please join me on my viral social media campaign to abolish Soccer Crush. <laughs> Listen, we'll see if Paul Ariola is crushed the week before up. Harry Kane. Yeah. Paul Ariola with his Pidgeotto haircut. Listen, no. two-thirds of us do not mm-hmm. love Harry Kane. We'll never love Harry no. Kane. There's only one situation <laughs> where I will ever give him respect, and that is if he, like, punched the rapist in the face during oh, that's match. fair. I would, everybody would I'd be like, you know that, what, that's yes. fine. Get one nice tweet from me. But you know he wouldn't. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Harry Kane's punched. never punched anyone. He's never he only gets punched. <laughs> He's taken a few punches to the face. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet Harry Kane punches walls. He seems like the type to like punch walls, except he hurts his fist more than like <laughs> wall. Like the wall like doesn't crack or anything, but like his fist is all fucked up and everyone's like, Hey mate, like what what the fuck? And he's just like, I don't I don't know, mate. I don't know. So it's long to win the trophy so we can drink four loco out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is really what brings us all together is we all just hate Harry Kane. Yeah. God, I love this. Except guy. for me for one week. I yeah. love soccer community. And he's not on my fancy team. I hate him. Mm-hmm. No, he, he should never be on your fancy no. team. Fix it. Fix it, Jesus. He isn't. Uh, the Dennis the Menace from Watford is on my fancy team. <laughs> he's great. Would rather anyone but Harry Kane. Meredith, who is winning MLS Cup? Um, so... I'm going to go against my nature, but um, I'm going to say I could see crew getting it again. Um, plus, I like honestly think if like the fire won the supporter shield and crew won, um, you know, MLS Cup, like I just feel like that would bring a really fun era of banter back that like we haven't seen before. You know, if we were k- kind of like playing off of Franca's point of like OG teams, like that could be really fun. And um, also, like, obviously, the crew have gone through a fuck ton of struggles, much like us. So I would like to kind of see two, two underdog teams like get it in different ways but in ways that's also like very conducive to shit talk and banter i love it and julia who is mls cup this year i'm actually taking this all the way back to the first couple of the first people that you asked the question to i had written down colorado rapids versus atlanta united with colorado winning 
So oh, that's, that is my prediction. Catherine, that I'm is my prediction. I, I think Atlanta is going to kind of go pretty far up there. And if they make it all the way to the top, they're not going to come home with the cup. This is chaos. Catherine's muted, but she's saying so much. (laughs) (laughs) I know. know. (laughs) Well, what's funny is on my screen, she is between Ben and Ivan. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is fabulous. Um, That is all of the questions that we have for you all. And thank you for hanging out with us and causing this chaos. Um, Thank you for bullying one another. So I'm not the one being mean to everybody this time. (laughs) Yes. Um, Are there any questions that any, any other chaos you want to leave on guys other than who has the most annoying fan base? I would say it's FC Cincinnati. We absolutely (laughs) have the most annoying fan base hands down in the bag. And if anybody was wondering, um, Beth, Trisha, and I did do our predictions, but we did them at the beginning of the episode. And you don't even have to know who's in the league to make a golden boot. You don't. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> okay. It, you know, for anyone who was, we decided it could still happen. Just I'm here for chaos. the chaos. But and I shared this in the chat, but for anyone listening that was is still confused about my palm tree reference, just look up FC Cincinnati's Twitter feed, the post they made February 12th, where the whole team is rooting for the Bengals. Back row, right hand side, orange shirt, palm tree for a head. <laughs> I don't understand it. Can't wait. I love it so much. Okay. Um Thank you guys. I hope all of your teams win yeah, this and, the best. and prosper and we'll have to check in with everybody and, and see how everyone's doing, but thanks for hanging out with us. We Thank appreciate y'all. it. Thank you guys. All right. Thank, Thank you. Welcome to the MLS. Love you. <laughs> yeah. Love y'all. Love we'll find y'all. out if it's great to be here or not. Pleasure meeting you all. It, I can say MLS is disappointing. Um, it will crush your hopes and dreams and you will never love anything again, but you will be so sucked into it. (laughs) Watching, they will let you down at every opportunity. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. (laughs) And just remember there can only be one yellow team. And that's it for today, crushes. Thank you to everybody who came and hung out with us. It was so much fun. We couldn't have done it without you. And we hope that all of your NLS predictions come true. Unless it's negative for FCC and then we don't want that. Yeah. But thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Rate it. Tell your friends. Join our book club. Join our book club. And don't forget we have Crush of the Week coming up. And we are very, very thankful for all of you. And... Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening to Soccer Crush.